Hello and welcome to DairyPod. I'm John Penry from Dairy Australia. Today we hear from Dairy Australia's Ross Borden and Sarah Cornell as they talk with dairy farmer Christy Grant about the challenges of labour shortages, plus a new national approach to driving community awareness and engagement with jobs in dairy. Questions posed by Christy form the discussion about the difficulties of finding workers, the implications when there are not enough people to do the jobs required, and some of the barriers to be overcome. Setting the background on Dairy Australia's workforce attraction campaign, this episode probes how current efforts can practically help attract job seekers to work in dairy, and also the support and resources available to all Australian dairy farmers. These resources help to connect and place people in suitable roles, plus give them the all-important skills needed in retaining them for the long term. Hello and welcome to this episode of DairyPod. I'm Ross Borden. I'm the Project Manager for Dairy Australia's Workforce Attraction Project and I'm joined today by Christy Grant, a dairy farmer from the Murray Dairy region, and Sarah Cornell, our Project Lead Workforce Attraction working down in Gippsland. Welcome to you both. Hi Ross, thank you. Thank you for having us Ross. Now this episode we're going to mix things up a bit. We're going to talk about the current challenges and employment needs on dairy farms and then let Christy put us on the spot and ask us a few questions about what Dairy Australia is doing about this. But first, can you please tell us a little bit about yourself, Christy, and your background in the dairy industry? Yeah, no worries. Um, so I'm a dairy farmer from Tongala in northern Victoria. Um, 20 years ago, I began my career in dairy as I worked on a farm whilst I put myself through university to become a school teacher. Uh, then shortly after, I actually met my husband and he had a family-run dairy farm. So I've been on the family-run dairy farm ever since. Uh, we currently milk 420 cows and we produce approximately 2.8 million litres a year. We run the dairy farm with Ryan's father and we have two full-time staff and another young worker that helps us out every second weekend. Thanks, Christy. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about those workers uh, in a moment. But uh, welcome, Sarah. And can you tell us a little bit about your yourself and your role at uh, down in Gippsland? Sure, Ross. Uh, so I've been in the dairy industry for over 20 years now. I originally started out working in the environmental team at a, a milk processor. And then I've stayed in the, uh, the industry since. So I've been at Gipps Dairy, uh, based in Warrigal for about four and a half years now. I've had a few different roles here, all in the people space, looking after the Young Dairy Network, uh, working on a new generation skills project as a career development coordinator. And now I've just more recently taken up the new role of project lead workforce attraction uh, for the new project that Dairy Australia is undertaking. There'll be also in the um, other Dairy Australia regions, we'll also have a role similar to mine as well as a, it's a national project. Thanks, Russ. Thanks, Sarah. So it's, it's clear that farmers have been telling us for some time now that labour is one of their major challenges. In fact, in the latest dairy farmer survey conducted in February, 33% of farmers cited labour as one of their major challenges. So, Christy, no doubt a labour shortage and the implications for farms um, is, is your experience as well? 
Yes, definitely. We've had um, issues with labour shortages on and off over the years. Uh, it was certainly more heightened during the COVID times when COVID arrived in Australia. Uh, it wasn't only really difficult to find workers, it was really difficult to replace sick staff who either had sick family members or they were sick themselves. Um, we also had a lot of overseas workers in the industry that were no longer in Australia at that time. So that certainly exaggerated the already struggling sector. Um, I feel like there's certainly a negative stigma still in society that the dairy industry isn't enough to provide for a family or for somebody to make a career out of it, which is certainly not the case. And a lot of people use the dairy industry as a stepping stone to gain employment in other areas, just as I did when I first started in the dairy industry. I used it um, as my stepping stone to get through university. But labour shortages are dire in the dairy industry because it's a seven-day-a-week operation, 365 days a year, uh, and not having enough workers just means you have to put off doing maintenance jobs and you know, other jobs that happen on the farm just so that you can get the cows milked and fed and those sorts of things. So, yeah, it's certainly an issue in the, in the industry. Thanks, Christy. And, 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 yes, it's certainly consistent with um, the Australian Dairy Plan, which uh, has one of its clear commitments um, to attract and support new people and in investment to build the dairy industry. And dairy Australia's strategic plan reflects the same thing. Uh, it has the second pillar about developing and attracting people in dairy. So it's clearly an industry priority. So Dairy Australia is invested in this workforce attraction project and it, and it has three key elements. The, the first is uh, a marketing and promotion campaign aimed at um, providing people with uh, an insight into the opportunities in working in dairy. The second is just developing resources and opportunities for people to participate or feel and learn about dairy. And lastly, it's ensuring we've got people in the regions that can support any job seekers that are interested in pursuing a career in dairy, and that's where Sarah's role comes in. So given that's the scope of the project, uh, Christy, we thought you might like to ask us a couple of questions about how that project's going to specifically address the employment challenges the industry's facing. Yes, certainly. Um, I'm wondering how the Job Seeker campaign is actually going to attract people to dairy farms. Is it really going to change their minds or make them consider dairy? Before we launched the marketing campaign, we um, engaged a market research company that did quite an extensive program of interviews of people that could be potential workers on dairy farms. So they might come from a background in hospitality or retail or healthcare, um, or they could be um, a student about to leave school who doesn't want to pursue uh, a more academic path. And we asked them the sorts of things that um, might prompt them to consider a job in dairy. And it was interesting that once they understood what the opportunities are, um, it did generate quite a level of interest. And the sorts of things that you'd expect are, you know, the opportunity to work outside, the opportunity to learn new things, 
working with animals um, and the variety of roles and the challenges of uh, working on a farm are all the sorts of things that appeal to these potential um, potential workers. So there are lots of farms out there right now who have jobs available right now. How is Dairy Australia making sure that any new job seekers are actually being directed to those jobs that are available right now? So what we've done as part of the marketing campaign is we've set up the website called Dairy Jobs Matter. And the Dairy Jobs Matter website invites potential job seekers to lodge an expression of interest. Those expressions of interest go to our people on the ground, like Sarah, who then respond directly to these job seekers and give them the opportunity to understand where jobs are available, the sorts of jobs, how they might position their job application to appeal to, to farmers, even if they haven't, ex haven't got experience on working on a dairy farm. What are the sort of attributes that farmers look for in a new employee? So we're really trying to support that uh, connection between the potential job seekers and the farming community that are looking for staff. Um, so um, the website is just one element of it. Other elements, and Sarah will talk about a little bit about this um, in her role, but another element is making sure we're connected to schools, career advisors, recruitment agencies, all the sorts of people that... Um, that have some influence over job seekers making a decision on where they might pursue pursue a career. So how is the program engaging the community for long-term solutions to this labour shortage? So, for example, schools getting into those sorts of things. So I might jump in on that one, uh, Ross and Christy. So as Ross mentioned, my role involves going out to recruitment agencies and schools. And um, I think, Christy, schools are, uh, in particular are really important because, as you mentioned before, a lot of people don't consider or, or they're not focused on dairy as being a career pathway. So part of what I do is, is uh, working with schools, doing some practical hands-on activities so it's a bit more exciting for the students. And then at the same time, also talking to them about all the different career pathways in, in dairy and that it's not just milking cows. Um, that's a great way to start out, but there's a, a whole host of different careers that they can either um, look to start in initially, for example, tractor work, for example, or they can start out um, milking cows and then maybe move, move into um, a, a herd manager or something like that on a farm. So there's lots of great careers. We're also, uh, as Ross mentioned, going out to recruitment agencies and just I think painting a more realistic view of the dairy industry and trying to lift some of those perceptions that you mentioned before, Christy, and um, just improve people's perceptions of the the industry as a whole. And sure, there's challenges, there's early mornings, there's bad weather, but you get those in a lot of jobs as well. And so there's a lot of rewarding aspects of being on a dairy farm. People, you know, they love working with the animals, the the freedom of being outside. Um, most of our dairy farms are in beautiful regional areas with with pretty good regional support these days in in a lot of our towns. For other areas that my colleagues are working on, um, there's the culturally and linguistically diverse communities, the called communities. So they're approaching a lot of those organisations as well to get people into the dairy industry. And um, we're also 
talking, doing a lot of networking with organisations such as Gippsland Food and Fibre. We're organising some pre-employment days soon where people who are unemployed can come along. Um, we'll talk to them about the industry. They can visit a farm. We've organised a visit to a milk processor so they can actually get onto a farm firsthand and see what it's like working in that environment. So is this a new area of focus for Dairy Australia? Why are we only now hearing about the support for dairy farm employment needs? Christy, I think I'll respond to that one. Um, dairy Australia has always invested in this people space. The people in dairy programs are a well-developed program after over the last couple of decades. And we've always worked with schools. Um, we've had Cows Create Careers and other programs um, focused on encouraging uh, school kids to consider a career in dairy. As you point out, what, what's happened, particularly around COVID, is that a lot of international workers have now disappeared out of the system. And so it's really heightened the need to uh, increase our investment in this area. So whilst we've always invested in this area, this project is really um, increasing the emphasis on it and uh, really trying to drive the support for uh, for potential job seekers looking to work on uh, work on dairy farms. What can the farmers looking for workers now do to make the most out of this campaign and attract job seekers to their farm? I might jump in on this one. So one of the things that farmers can do um, who are looking for workers now is basically be employee ready, have things ready to go. So when they find an employee, they can take that person on straight away. So that means knowing what they want the person to do, have a job description worked out, have an employment contract, you know, drafted, drawn up, ready to go. Be aware of the employee entitlements, have things in place so that when a person comes along, they're ready for them. They can also do things like when they're advertising, a really clear, well-written ad is important and not using terms that non-industry people may not recognise. For example, um, you know, abbreviating it to ACR because people from outside the industry will not know that that means automatic cup removers, for example. Um, and also advertising in a few places, like think about think outside the square. So uh, on the Facebook pages, if they need help with the local Facebook pages, contact your um, local project lead that's that's in my role because they're often across the um, the jobs boards and everything in the local areas. And you know, speak to your community um, people in the community. Contact your regional officer. Let them know that that you're looking for someone. Also, consider places like Seek. A lot of farmers feel that that Seek's not the place to advertise, but there's more and more dairy jobs, you know, slowly appearing on the bigger um, sites like Seek and Gumtree. And um, yeah, just just basically be employee. What I refer to as employee ready, ready to take that person on when they come along. And what about retaining these people on the farm for longer term? So, what are some of the key drivers we need to offer, and what do we need to think about? And how can we be prepared as farmers to keep these people on for longer terms? 
So as Ross mentioned, my role is to support both job seekers and farmers. So in terms of supporting farmers to retain their staff, we've got um, a lot of programming programs in place. We've got our employment starter kit, which is like otherwise known as the ESKI, which is uh, like a a reference guide of everything that somebody needs to employ people. We run programs such as employment basics for people who want to understand the compliance requirements to employ people. But we're also running, we're just about to pilot a new program called Managing People, where farmers can look at their own existing skills and how they can apply those to managing their farm team. Then we have another one called um, Farming with My Team, which is more about that leadership and uh, mentoring process that farmers can take for their employees because it's really important to have a great, uh, the best relationship you can with your employees, know how to communicate well with them and really know how to manage that team. And as you mentioned before, it is a a seven-day-a-week job, 365 days a year, but when farmers have got employees that can help with that workload. It's really important to try and accommodate, you know, a work-life balance roster. We find some of the farms that retain their employees for longer are the ones who, you know, if their kids have got a school concert or something, they say, yeah, sure, you know, we'll we'll work out how to how to work around that. So they have a, a very open uh, system where they discuss what's happening and and work the roster around it. Um, we can also um, speak to farmers directly over the phone if they've got pay uh, uh, concerns, if they don't know how much to pay someone, what the pay rates are or what an employee's entitlements are. We can assist people directly over the phone. And we're currently piloting a um, one-on-one program where the people in my role, the workforce attraction leads, we visit farmers with a consultant and we have a look at the gaps. We go through a checklist, have a look at the gaps of what people are missing to in order to have a really good employment system and we're helping farmers to fill those gaps. So that's in a pilot phase at the moment and uh, fingers crossed we'll be able to continue with that. Thanks, Christy. Thank you. And thanks, Christy, for your first-hand insights of the challenges facing dairy farmers. Uh, and for your time today. I hope Sarah and I have given you at least some insight into uh, the Workforce Attraction Project and how we aim to to help alleviate the the challenges of our workforce. So thanks for your time. And Sarah, thanks for your time about giving us some insights into your new role and, uh, and how it is supporting farmers and job seekers and hopefully bringing them together. So thanks both for your time. Thanks very much, Ross. Thanks, Christy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. If you would like to find out more about the Workforce Attraction Program and how Dairy Australia can help you with your on-farm employment needs, you can find more information at dairyaustralia.com.au forward slash people. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast and remember, there are plenty more on a broad range of dairy industry topics covered in the Dairy Pod Program. So don't forget to subscribe on your favourite podcasting platform. If you have any questions or ideas for future podcast episodes, please get in touch with us by emailing through to dairypod at dairyaustralia.com.au. Thanks very much for listening and bye for now.